Wow, everyone. It is take 72. We are actually very, very excited for this take because we're going to be touching a little bit on the blue blur. Sonic the Hedgehog. But before we do, we've got some movie news that we're going to be going over. Going to be seeing how both me and TC have been doing this past week. We'll also have our trailer of the week. Talk about some movies some movie trailers that really caught our eye and yesterday we asked some of you guys it's coming back to a combo that me and tc had on last take about worst movie theater movies we've ever seen um we're gonna go over some of those because there were some that you guys had a lot in common with us which is nice to know and then we have a very special sweet movie morsel that we're gonna go over about the vfx industry and their relation with hollywood a little bit to do with Sonic the Hedgehog. We all saw its first design. <laughs> the rest is history, basically. After the sweet movie more, so we're going to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. Was it good? Was it sweet? Was it sour? Was it spoiled? We'll let you know. And to end the pod, me and TC have picked one video game each. We figured out who we'd cast, who would direct it, and what that video game would be, and how we turn it into a movie. It is your boy, the Sweet Keeks, and who we got for Take 72? We have a healthy TC, feeling great. Sounding not Thank as sexy, you. but still great. Oh, you know, uh, that kind of hurts, but I understand. No, I feel great, so good to we, be back. Keeks, how was how was uh, Oklahoma City? Thunder versus Nuggets. It was actually oh. a pretty good game. It you know what honestly it was great we left it around three thirty you know because when you got a job it's like you kind of got to show up and like you can't leave when you want yet once the sweet film talk goes global then you know obviously we'll be able to leave do what we want a little bit more but um good we made it, we probably made it for like the last little bit of the first quarter and then we I, I, we took a page out of the TC sport sports viewing catalog. So that oh, we could enjoy the game a little this, bit better. This, I, this I, I got you to tell. You need to tell people what it is. Well, this isn't my claim to fame. This is actually Chubbs who came on. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. What was it? Take forty six. Chubbs and Shaw. Yep, Chubbs and Shaw, aka Cliff Booth. Uh, I remember going to a jazz game with Chubbs a while ago, and we were upper bowl. We were looking to we call it seat sniping, and normally you check out open seats. Uh, during the first half and you go down during halftime and a lot of times the ushers will call you out and like ask for your tickets and clearly you're not down there you don't have lower bowl tickets so normally what you do is you get on your phone or something like that but Chubb said hey if you get some nachos and you walk by they won't check you you act like you own it I mean who's gonna who's gonna check you for a ticket when you have nachos Oh, and especially second half. We went down at like the beginning of the second half. Yeah. And yeah, and like, people people are moving in and out. It's great. So great and especially idea. we had noticed a section that I was like, okay, no one's sitting there. I know no one's sitting there. So we just went down, sat in the spots, and it was great. We were like ten rows from the front. Yeah, and it's nacho. It's an, it's an absolute power move. So thank you, Chubbs. And <laughs> the, the nachos is the power move in a really basketball is. game. So uh we're coming in you hot with not only movie morsels that we recommend, but this is a sports outing life hacks, morsel. Baby. Life hack, yes. So when you guys are looking, get some bang for your buck, grab some nachos, any type of food really, but I like nachos. They they look great. It's the power move. Go to your I seat. I did grab and chicken act, tenders. Yeah, and act like tenders. act like you own it because you do own it. You you go, girl, you know? Yeah. yeah. Work it. Own it. So, I love that. 
yeah, I'm feeling better. Excited. Loved, uh, loved the seat sniping story. And, geez, ready for... Is this take 72? This is take 72. Okay, okay. We're going to okay. say it probably 72 times, because yeah, I think I've already okay, said it perfect. like eight times. Yeah. <laughs> it's take should. 72, baby. Anything hey, else? Yo. Anything else to say about your life for all the sweets? Um, just... Get us out of February. Get us to March Madness. Get it. Just get get us to better movies. Oh my gosh! I know. I'm like as much as I would love to go see like The Boy Two and Fantasy Island. I just I can't. I cannot. Oh, I heard Fantasy Island was abysmal. I heard that was just one of too. the worst movies anybody's ever seen. I almost kind of want to see it now. We might have to talk we'll, about. We'll, that we'll talk about this later about some might. bad movies. So, movie Sheesh. news, Keeks. What uh, what's 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 good in the news? I I think news the first the thing. This is this is coming straight from from the sweet film talk. This last week, there were some set leaks from the Batman, and it looked like Catwoman was present, or at least their stunt doubles. And I'm not gonna lie, the full Batman suit, it looks pretty weird. It looks oh no, I don't want to say bad, but we were kind of weird. We were talking this up last take, like we were hyping it up. Oh. We were hyping up the chest plate, but you That's got true. like a whole That's view of the, so, of the suit. <laughs> it is the chest plate. I mean, it's kind of hard to ruin that. Did, did, now, did it have, does it have nipples? Um, does it have I a nipple I think at this point I would welcome nipples for what it looks like. Just go all out. Yeah. Which which movie was that with the nipple? I think that was George was that, Clooney. Yeah, was it Batman? Is that Batman and Robin? Batman and Robin. Which also we might have to include in a take along with fantasy island maybe we're Those, just they were worn by val kilmer what batman, really? I, th- I just looked it up it says what batman had nipples. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i love it. even just, robin even robin has them too you know the oh. suit actually looks kind of cool but <laughs> and the the it's just batman and what is the val kilmer one is that batman forever uh yes i am pretty sure let me look that up wow anyways <laughs> batman we're still very very confident about the the batman yeah, we did a bat- little post today in batman honor of robert forever. pattinson because i think he's the most underrated actor in the industry right now that's just my opinion and it's that's, i that, i believe a, it's a, a right opinion but if any yeah. of you guys disagree dm us we'll have we'll have a nice little debate Sure. All right. And then, more movie and, news. And then Eli Roth is directing Borderlands based off of a video game. And obviously we'll be talking about Sonic and video game movies. But here's my thing with video game movies. And I'll probably repeat this. Man, so many have been just terribly bad. Not good. So I haven't played Borderlands. I actually heard it's a really fun game. And it, it, se- it seems like it's very chaotic. So this could actually be like a fun action. Almost like a, I can see this kind of being like a Mad Max type movie. My, my only thing is, is I don't know why they're picking Eli Roth. Like, I don't really understand why Hostel and um, Death, <laughs> the most recent Death Wish reboot director is going to direct Borderlands, like a video game that a lot of people love. Not to say it's going to be horrible, but I don't know. I don't, I don't really trusted a whole lot do you have an, much of an opinion i'm i don't, I don't know. know i like the video game though I, it's one of like 10 video games i've played yeah i i i don't really have anything else to say but eli roth i mean there we go you go you go man you get it and it's uh, sweet sour spoiled what do you think about it sweet sour spoiled uh i think it's gonna be spoiled but i'll watch I it spoiled 
I don't care. Yeah. Don't care. Next one, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. This actually was announced a couple weeks ago, but um, you know, we're we try our best. Some things slip through the cracks. We're not perfect. TC is yeah. perfect. I'm not that perfect. Eh, you are. Um, yeah, interesting <laughs> that he's coming back. But speaking of slipped, we totally spaced talking about Stranger Things season four teaser last week. I don't know how that went underneath our noses. Because honestly, I don't care. You know, here's the uh, thing. I actually do appreciate that Stranger Things um, didn't have Hopper. I mean, I think everyone knew he was alive. He's a very prominent character. You have to keep him around. Even though I thought he was not, his character writing for season four was not good. Sorry, people, it wasn't. Like, I, I, I found oh, myself for season getting, three? Season three, yeah. Season, season three, three, I found myself getting so annoyed with Topper. Like, the first half, uh, the first, seriously, like, the first several episodes. In the last episode, he came full, full circle. Um, I thought the teaser was fine. I, I would have, they have to kind of tease it, get people hyped. I think they're probably going to release it Thanksgiving. They haven't released Stranger Things. It's been August for the season one. Season two was October, Halloween, and then this one, season three was July fourth. So give us a give us a Thanksgiving Street Stranger Things. Give us give us a give us something like holiday themed. Give us yeah. like a Christmas episode in it. Give us something like that because at this point I'm just. I just don't care anymore. It's fun to watch, but like the first season is so fun and everything else just hasn't been as good. It's still good, but no, I I liked season one a lot because it has that mysterious vibe and season two was not good. And then it was fine. It was watchable, but season three I thought was a step up for sure from season two. So definitely. Yes, definitely. I think they need to wrap up this series soon because the kids obviously going to be adults soon. Oh, (laughs) so we'll see. $10. $10. I'll give you $10. I bet that this is the last season that Millie Bobby Brown is in it. Or one of them. Like Finn Wolfhard, whatever. Is that his name? Finn Wolfhard? Yeah, I think That's, so, yeah. That is, I was going to say Wolf Finnhard. That sounds way cooler. <laughs> um, yeah, I, Wolfhard, yeah. I just don't think they want to keep doing this. I think they want to no, take themselves seriously as actors. And they're getting older. Yeah. It's 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 time. It's time. They don't want to get typecasted. Oh, gosh. So anyways, yeah, that's true. the movie news. Um, sweet sour spoiled for Stranger Things four. What are you thinking? You know, I think it's gonna be sweet. What do you think? Sour. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't know. I just. I, All right, you're, you're on one today. I, Jeez. I think. What did you, you know? What, what? You I haven't eat? had lunch today, so <laughs> okay. I, I do actually have a new Funko Pop in front of me of Michael Jordan. That's kind of cool, but oh, I love that. The inspiration that. isn't working too much today. I'm rubbing his head right now. I'm rubbing the box just to give it to me a little bit, just like Buddha's belly. Rub We're his coming back. Rub his bald head. I got, oh, I'm right. Well, actually, I'm rubbing the box. I Hopefully, one day this will be worth something. Probably won't, but, you know, yeah. man can dream. Man can um, dream. Okay, trailer of the week. There were, like, no trailers this week. No. Not really anything. The, so, I'm just going to go with, um, there was one that I think came out maybe early this week, late last week, is The Personal History of David Copperfield. It's directed by Armando Iannucci, who directed Veep. And created Veep and uh, directed The Death of Stalin. So it'll probably be funny, maybe? Dev Patel's in it? Wow, that's two weeks in a row for Dev Patel movie. Let's go, Dev Patel. The Sweet Film Talk, a.k.a. the Dev Patel podcast special. Mm. Thank you, Dev Patel. Hey, love that. And my trailer of the week is Better Call Saul. It's all good, man. He is back tonight for a double feature uh, Sunday night and Monday night. I have said it before, but Saul Goodman is my favorite TV show character. I think the writing Vince Gilligan did for Saul Goodman is 
so good. Like I love that man. It I want to meet Bob. O- I want to meet Bob Odenkirk. Like give me give me in a room with Bob o- Odenkirk and of course the backseat Johnny B movie. <laughs> do, do we <laughs> that we've discussed? Do we just say it right now? Is Bob Odenkirk's appearance in Little Women the movie moment of the year last year? Oh, hundred percent. When I, he I showed forgot, up, I forgot he was in that movie and he showed up. And I was I just started. Oh. Laughing. I was like the only one in the theater laughing. When he shows up in the third Goodman. act, I grabbed Becky. I was like, "Let's go, Bob Odenkirk." <laughs> So really excited for Better Call Saul to start. One of my favorite shows. And um, geez, I love that. Like, don't get me wrong. I love when Netflix pumps out their episodes and you can just binge it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I like episodes run into each other because you're like, what, what, what happened there? Like, wait, which episode was that? Like Better Call Saul. Like I like the once a week. True. Because it builds, it gives you something to look forward to. True. So that is the trailer of the week. Wow. For me. All right, we're going super sweet for both of them for mm-hmm. the Whatever the David Copperfield one, I don't remember. And is this the last season of always, or what is it called? Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. They're doing one more after this, and they're going to wrap it up. So, yeah. Good for you, TC. I love that you love your TV. We're watching The Outsiders right now, and it's like a um uh, or The Outsider. Have, it's a St- Stephen King adaptation on HBO. Uh, Pretty good. Okay. Pretty also, good. also another quick. Uh, almost done with Narcos. I have five more episodes, and they pumped it out. But here's a quick. TV with TC, and we will probably talk about this more with the Bad Broadcast. Oh, we've missed this. We have missed the TV with TC segments. Give it to us, baby. <clears throat> the Bachelor. What? That I, <laughs> was I, not, I did not see that one coming. I think The Bachelor is so terrible. Like, it is awful. But here I am, and I watch it. Like, I just... That's I, the beauty <sighs> of it. And I know it you really know? is like it's 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 awful and like these women are competing for one guy and it's just so cringy to see them like celebrate when someone gets a date card like if I was on that show and I was genuinely interested in the bachelorette I'd be like I hope you have a terrible day like I hope you have just the worst <laughs> breath and it just goes terribly wrong and I think gosh um, there's a statistic about The Bachelor for like the last 23 seasons that there are a total of, including Bachelor and Bachelorette, there is only like a few people that are still together. Like it doesn't work. Wow. It just, it just but, gives us good very, TV. Yeah. But like very small, there are people that actually work out. Let's see. Do you have an exact number of how many have stayed together? Because me and Becky, we love, and I've said it a bunch of times, we love Love Island. And that's UK show. You got a group of dudes, group of girls, and they date, and you see them like grow and love, and it's trashy and it's wonderful. And the finale is on tonight. It's okay, actually so already aired. But- here it is. It is through The Bachelor. It's been airing for 23 seasons now, since 2002. Only two couples. From no. the show are still together. Two couples. Out of 15 seasons for The Bachelorette, six of the couples are still together. Oh. So you have eight total people together. Okay, that, that's actually not as bad as I thought. Yeah, it's, it's okay. But yeah. the show is just, it's so cringy. It's like watching a soap opera, but you know, you watch it. And so we, there's three three women left and... Uh, I think in two weeks it will be over. So we will we'll do a recap on that. Oh. Anyways, let's well, get just, to it. Let's get to the nitty gritty. <laughs> Speaking of horrible TV, um, some of our worst horrible 
movies that we've seen in theaters. And we got a huge variety of these. I love some of them. TC, start naming a few of them off because we got, <sighs> again, a ton. Thank you so much, everyone, who week after week participate in our Instagram polls. You give us great responses. We try to share all of them, we promise. But, like, <laughs> we just, there just gets so many. And I'm not even trying to say that to, like, uh, we're we're gonna brag a little bit. We gotta get a lot of responses, and it feels good. It, it we was fun. We, we love we love engaging. Um, anyways, Batman versus Superman. Um, I almost walked out. I went in with high hopes. I hated it. I can understand this. I thought Batman versus Superman was fine. I remember seeing this movie with my older brother, and he was hyped for it. And I think he he actually left loving it. And I was like, mm, I didn't really <laughs> Phantom <for> menacing. It. <laughs> yeah, 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 a little bit. Oh yeah. Um, skyscraper. I loved Skyscraper in a terrible, bad movie type of way because it's The Rock. Love The Rock. And it's a total, total diehard knockoff. It's so bad. Oh my it gosh. It is terrible, but it's wa- it's a watchable terrible. Uh, this was actually from, oh, so someone else responded, Pacific Rim. Okay, I tried to watch Pacific Rim a couple of years ago. I got halfway done with that movie and I was like, I can't do this. And maybe that's why I hated Neon Evangelion so much because they're carbon copies. <laughs> Like Pacific Rim is not good, <laughs> and they're all based on like Gundam is like the beginning, yeah. and they're all yeah. I, I get what you mean though. Pacific Someone Rim said, is almost exactly Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah. Someone said Transformers, and I loved your response because the Transformers of last night when those two guys took off their sandals, <laughs> it was as if it wasn't worse enough. They just kept talking the whole movie too. Oh, I know that was that did not help. Like, like the movie I don't was understand why do people do that? Do they like? Do they just not? Why? Why? Can you answer me? Tell me why. Tell the people why. TC, do you know why people what talk? Yeah, talk in the movies. I don't know. I hate it. Like, grow up. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> grow up, <laughs> and then a couple, a couple of me from from my end. Someone said Aquaman. That is a hot take. That. Yep. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. I will. And you know what? What I love about this is there's some movies on here that I actually don't mind, and there's as you there's one that I'm sure you'll talk about, but that's just shows show how polarizing movies are. Oh, if you if one that you think I'll talk. Oh my! I know exactly what it is. Okay, someone said I'm not going to say who. They know who they are. They said Ready or Not, and I thought Ready or Not from last year was one of the funnest movie. One of the, one of the funnest movies that we actually saw. I recommended that movie to my brother in law, and he watched it on a plane home, and he loved it. So movies are polarizing. You know, we get some people throwing out Aquaman, people throwing out. Um, battleship which i never <laughs> i never <Yeah>. saw <laughs> and um don't have much of a desire to um someone's even just predicting the future of it's not oh, even out yet but ben, ben affleck's new movie where he's a basketball coach because uh, that be that's right up my alley oh you're hyped I, for it i know you are i, know. I'm I wish i could fly out there to watch it with you <laughs> <laughs> like i hope i love this movie so i call out I mean, this person i mean ben Aff- it just kind of seems like he's just playing himself which is good go get that bag baby <laughs> go get that bag <laughs> yeah and um oh, man, flatliners wrath of the titans there was there was a bunch um serenity that is one that caught my eye because i haven't seen it but i know the plot of it and it is so weird it's so weird do you know what the plot of that movie is for what movie? Serenity. It came out last year with 
Matthew I have heard it is just like a mind trip. It's like a fantasy. I haven't Uh-oh. seen it. Have you seen it? No. Okay, so basically I'm going to give you the too long, didn't read version. A man who's divorced from his wife is living on a boat. Anne Hathaway is the wife, ex-wife. She comes back and says that her new husband is like stalking him. And in the end, it basically turns out that they are in a video game world and the son is controlling all of it. And it's very what? creepy and gross what? and kind of weird. So what there are moments where Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway, you know, they do what mom and dad stuff do. And when you find out that it's a kid controlling all of it, it's like, ew, do you like want to do that with your mom or that? Oh, it's so weird. So I, and, and someone green about that. it. It's on Hulu. If any of you guys want to go see it, probably what don't, the but there you freak? go. Yeah. Weird, right? What? Um, mm-hmm. All right. Okay. And movie 43 being one of the last ones. I did see that movie and it is so bad. It's so, so bad. Essentially, and I, we, we wrote a sweet movie morsel about this. Hugh Jackman decided to be in the movie because he owed a favor to one of the producers. Then Kate Winslet came in because Hugh Jackman was like, hey, just come do this with me. And based on those two names alone, the producers went after big star after big star and essentially bribed them to film like five, ten minute skits to be in this movie. Movie 43 is just a compilation of skits for 90 minutes that don't mean anything. And they're oh, I, horrible. I, I, I saw uh, Chris Stuckman's review and some of the things he was saying about it sounded disgusting. They, like this sounds this sounds like an, just a dis, just a disgusting movie where it's like that really that is gross bottom of the barrel horrible Ugh. just trash humor this is like this is like meet the Spartans epic movie level bad Ugh, and I'm yuck. so sorry Seth I'm gonna say it Seth I'm so sorry you had to go see this movie <laughs> oh, in theaters you paid to see it which oh, I guess I did man. too because I rented it from Redbox. One of the worst movies I've ever seen in theaters, uh, and this was actually me that responded to this sticker, was Noah with Noah with with Russell Crowe. That movie was wild. Oh yeah, that's I haven't I've no, never seen it. Noah was just a weird. Like actually, some some of the visuals looked fine, but it was just like, what am I watching? I think Darren Aronofsky like, directed that too, like, which just I seems know, so weird. Like I know the Old Testament is wild, but this movie like just stretched that <laughs> just, wild and made it more just nuts. And so if if you haven't seen Russell Crowe, Noah, do yourself a treat and and if you're looking for some spiritual enlightenment, I guess pop that in. <laughs> I just know there are Try like rock out. monsters in it, and I don't yeah, know why. Yeah. Maybe I missed that part in the Bible. I wouldn't be that's surprised. Where, that's where Transformers all started. Oh well, thank you everyone. Mine would be the last Airbender. Horrible. We've talked about okay, it. Okay, that's. I think that's. Yeah, I think that might be his mine overall. It's so um, bad. But and speaking of and speaking of Avatar, how about the Blue People Avatar? I think that movie is overrated. Um, I actually watched it recently. It was it was not bad. I kind of okay, enjoyed it. I'm, right. I'm looking forward to the next one. Really, I just don't care. So uh, go go turn it on again. You might change your mind. You might. If you don't, I also get it too. Okay, thanks. But. We are into our sweet movie morsel of today because this comes from inspiration. I watch a lot of, you know, as we've mentioned, I watch, I like to watch a lot of YouTube reviews for movies. And one of them is yourmoviesucks.org. The guy's name is Adam and he reviewed Sonic and he talked about 
the fact that the studio that helped redesign Sonic, because as we all know, that first design was abysmal. The studio that helped redesign Sonic, um, as a congratulations for redesigning it, helping basically save this movie, um, had to lay off and close their, they had to close their doors and lay off 80 employees a week before Christmas. Jeez. And, and, they, and, and this company also did Lion King, which I think Lion King, I know we just, I don't, I know we don't care for Lion King, but say what you want. The visual effects for Lion King and the animals crazy are, are pretty, pretty good. And yes. then Blade Runner 2049, one of the visually most beautiful movies I've seen ever. And I remember we were kind of teasing about Sonic and the terrible des- design kind of being like a marketing ploy, which apparently, obviously, it wasn't for yeah. all <laughs> these juice. I, I almost feel I feel almost feel bad talking about like, oh, it was all a marketing ploy. Well, not really. So that's terrible. That's sad. Yeah. It happens. And honestly, after seeing this, I was like, well, what are like some other instances of has this ever happened? Like, what is the VFX industry in relation to the movies industry? Because without visual effects, we don't have movies. Your movies are going to look horrible. They're just going to be blue walls or green walls. So mm-hmm. there is a great documentary called Life After Pi. And this movie talks about the the creation around the movie of Life of Pi, which won the Academy Award for Best Visual Effects. Now, the company that did that is called Rhythm and Hughes. They were open for 25 years, and they did the visual effects. And when they went up to accept their award, they had shut their doors two weeks prior and declared for bankruptcy. There was no one working at the company when they accepted their award. And as the who when they went up to accept the award, they were their speech was cut off after 45 seconds and they were trying to speak over the music, which they played the Jaws theme. How disgraceful would that be if you're up there as part of the visual effects industry? You've been laid off. You don't have a job. You're expecting the you're accepting the biggest award you can get. And as the man is talking about how, you know, I'm so sorry for Rhythm and Hughes. They helped make this movie possible. And their doors are, and as he's saying, their doors are now closed. They cut the mic off on him. And so, yikes! as you're watching this, you just feel, it's like, well, how does this happen? And I went on to learn, like I said, and I'm going to mention this. All of you should check out the documentary, The Life After Pi. Because the visual effects industry is not run, they don't get residuals from the movies. How it works is they apply for fixed bids. So TC, can you give us kind of an example of this fixed bid system, help people understand it? So yeah, the fixed bid, um, where's the notes here? It's VFX. Uh, (laughs) There we go, guys. (laughs) We're here. here. No one's perfect. so Canada, Canada gives stipends to studios who want to film there, and then if a Cana- Canadian studio bids $10 million for the visual effects, the Canadian government will reward the studio with examples, $2 million for filming there, so other studios have to lower their bids to compete. So Interesting. Exactly. So if you're a studio in Los Angeles, basically a movie, you know, the, the movie being produced is only having to pay $8 million because they get $2 million back. So if you're another studio in the United States, like, oh, frick, well, we gotta, we're getting lowballed. I guess we'll bid $8 million, and I hope that we can you know, get the bid. And that leads to their workers being overworked and eventually underpaid. 
And this is just keeps happening. It doesn't keep happening, obviously, but there needs to be a change in the visual effects industry that works together with Hollywood. Without them, you don't get your end games. You don't get Iron Man. Robert Downey might be Tony Stark, but the visual effects studios is what helps bring Iron Man oh, to man. life. Yeah, yeah. Like they kill it with his suit and just flying onto his body. Just so it looks just natural. So, so that's that's very interesting and crazy to think. I mean, like I'm with you. Like visual effects, sound effects, like all these recipe, all these ingredients make for a great recipe for a movie. And sometimes you know, there's films where you don't need visual effects. You know, no. like m- many of the dramas, but a lot of films where they're like action or anything like that. Like you need good visual effects to make it look real. But the thing is, though, is even in Parasite, for example, half of that house in Parasite is a visual effect. And yeah. David Fincher, he so I David no Fincher, idea. yeah, exactly. You wouldn't know because it's so it flows so Looks seamlessly so well. in with the environments. Um, David Fincher, as many of you know, director of Fight Club, Seven, uh, Zodiac, he got his start in the film industry as a visual effects artist. So the way he films his movies is he makes sure that there's a lot more visual effects in it than you would think, but he uses it to tune up minor details. For example, a lot of the blood in his movies is a visual effect because he can shoot the same scene with blood over and over again without having to like clean up blood, go back and refilm. He can just keep shooting. And it helps end up being kind of a... It helps... If, for a good director, it helps flow seamlessly and bring their ideas to life, and you don't even notice. Yeah. So as we're bringing this back over to Sonic, they redesigned Sonic. Like we said, their doors are closed. Go out. Saved it. Saved if, that movie. Oh, they 100% did. If you go back and watch Sonic, we'll talk about our grade, obviously, in this. If it had the old design, how much worse is this movie? Oh, significantly worse. It, it, I mean, it's unwatchable. Be, it's, it's like distractingly worse. You <laughs> it's, know, it would be unwatchable. When did this trailer come out? When was the first trailer? Wasn't it like? Um, it was right before. It was right Jeez, around. It was like April. Game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like April. Yep. And so you know they, they pushed they, that back ten months. Well, they delayed the the movie was going to come out in November, but now it yeah. came out obviously. So February. three four months is what they delayed it. Sheesh. Um, if you guys have any desire to see sonic and you complained about the design go and support it so that you can also show that you support those who worked in the visual effects industry so we can try and help do something to maybe bring light to the visual effects issue in the industry that is that's been happening you know i didn't know about it so i don't know how many of you guys do tc i'm sure you're like me you had no idea um but that's what i wanted to bring to light that's our sweet movie morsel for today are we ready for that Sonic review, baby? I'm in. Let's do it. Let's freaking do it, dude. Got it. All right. Give, give us the summary, Keeks. You're great at these. So Sonic is the telling of an alien little blue baby who, in order to be saved, his, you know, he basically moves to Earth so that he can lay low and not bring danger to those around him. But when he starts to feel lonely, he wants to be able to go out and start meeting new people is when he meets James Marsden's character. They then embark on a journey to go and help Sonic basically get a MacGuffin to take him to another place. And on the way, they both learn about friendship and love and understanding and acceptance. And Ben Schwartz is the voice of Sonic, who, as we all know, is John Ralphio. 
in Parks and Rec, which I actually didn't know until like a few days ago. Really? And no, he, John Ralphio does a great job in Parks and Rec. Yeah. Oh, I love his character. Anyways, Sonic, I'm going to give Sonic a... I'm not going to give my grade yet. I, I actually enjoy the movie. It's, it's not bad. I sat there and I thought, I laughed. I think it has a decent story. There are some points that are that don't work very well. I thought some of the humor seemed too referential and I don't always love that, but it's a kid's movie. What else are you going to expect? You know? Yeah, absolutely. So I want to, and I agree. It's a kid's movie. Like this is, this is towards kids. However, like, (laughs) like we said over last take, you and I saw captain underpants two years ago. (laughs) And that was like, that was like our childhood. I read every captain underpants book, um, in third grade, and then we saw that movie, geez, like 15 years later. So uh, had that movie come out, came out when I was a kid, Captain Underpants, I probably would have adored that movie and loved it. Oh, Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog is, you know, it's the same thing. It's a kid's movie. However, for a video game movie and for a game that I played the snot out of, Sonic on the GameCube, Sonic on the Sega Genesis, Oh, Sonic Adventures for GameCube? Are you kidding? Oh, right? Such wow. a really fun game. Um I, I think Sonic as a video game is great. Like I love Sonic. So the movie itself I thought was fine. And like we just talked about, the redesign was very pivotal. And, you know, it was kind of had like that buddy cop feel. And I actually want to read a review from a suite. This comes from Kyle Carlson. And Ooh, he said, okay. he said, a fun, entertaining video game movie that hits heavy with nostalgia. Ben Schwartz does a great job as Sonic. I thought it had a buddy cop feel to it with Sonic and James uh, Martson's character. The ending was a bit campy, kind of expected with a kid's video game movie, but was way better than Detective Pikachu's ending. So that's a review coming in from Carlson. And I agree a lot with what he said. Um, Kids movie was fine. I liked how the rings were portals. I don't remember them. Mm -hmm. I don't ever remember them doing that in any video game. (laughs) So that was a nice little addition. Made it fun. And you got your true to form, Jim Carrey. He's back. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot that. Because honestly, I think Jim Carrey's fine, but I don't really love his whole like crazy, outrageous, outrageous shtick that he does in a lot of these comedic movies. But yeah. he's, he's good in the movie. He's fun. You know, kids it's, will probably like it. Yeah, of course. It's Jim Carrey. So, you know, actually, Jim Carrey's kind of been in a few serious roles. I don't know if you ever saw the movie. Gosh, where is it? Where is it? The oh, Majestic. Um, Did you ever see that movie? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> it was a the Metascore for it is a 27. But some people oh, wait, like but it. But have you seen it? I've seen it, dude. I saw this movie, <laughs> okay. I think, when I was like 9 or 10 years old. It came out in 2001. So if you're looking for a Jim Carrey series movie, this is The Majestic. It's, it's, it's interesting. Also, so, if you're looking out for an even worse one, go watch The Number 23. That movie oh, is a turd. It is a turd. I watched that a few years ago back, and oh, it's so, bad. I think Sonic is a fine, watchable movie. I thought the story was okay. Uh, some jokes didn't land, and I thought the voice acting Ben Schwartz did a good. Like if I listen, if I wanted to hear like Sonic talk, he sounds kind of like how Sonic would sound. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I, he he really brings Sonic. Kind of gives him more humanity to him. Yeah, so I'm going to give Sonic, for what it's worth, I'm going to give it a C+. It was watchable, 
Um, I would recommend it, you know, if you're a dad and you have like a 10, 12 year old, eight year old kids, go take them to this movie. I think they'll have a good time. And then, yeah. you know, strap and up he, the GameCube, strap up the GameCube and play it with them. Why not? Oh, even if you bring that uh, Sega Dreamcast out of your storage a- unit and just plug Sheesh. that bad boy in, probably doesn't work anymore, but, uh, you know, bring some, <laughs> bring some nostalgia back. Uh, Sweet Sour Spoiled, what do you give it? I, I'm, I'm going to give it a sour, but like a good sour. <laughs> uh, like a like a like a sour patch kid kind of yeah yeah like i'll give okay. it a sour not, i'll give it a sweet but uh yeah what are you feeling so this i give it also a c plus when you said c plus i'm like oh cool yeah i give it a c plus um and this is my grade for like anyone who would just walk in and see it obviously if you're a sonic fan yeah go see it it's probably like a b minus b for you um it's definitely sweet for me i think a lot of the humor worked two critiques for this okay two critiques the first one, basically, him and Sonic are like renegades on the road, and the government is like trying to track them down. This is from the trailer. You can see it in the trailer. He oh. eventually goes to a building, flashes them his badge with his face and his name on the badge in like a huge building in San Francisco, and the lady at the desk is like, "Oh yeah, okay, you can go to the t- you, you can go to the roof. You can you can go to the roof. That's fine." And I'm like. Wait, you have the news on. How do you, you've seen this guy in the news for like the last three days? How are you letting him up there? So that's kind of a plot device that they don't really do much with. And then the most egregious product placement. Oh, you guys yeah. have probably heard about this, but there is a scene where Zillow is placed, and it is. I was like, oh, did they just put a commercial in here? She's. He gets a job to go move to San Francisco to be a police officer there. Uh, James Morrison character does. And she's like, oh, yeah, I was just looking for apartments at Zillow.com. And it zooms in on a, like a laptop with Zillow there. And, yeah, not subtle at all. Also, Olive Garden is another one that I didn't think was that egregious. But still, it's like a little weird for a kid's movie. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta uh, product placement. You, you gotta know? get some money back from that delay somehow. So yeah. there you go. Go, Thanks, go get Zillow. that back. Go get that back. <laughs> Zillow, bring him back. And people are talking about it, so it worked. Me and Becky actually went to Olive Garden last week. So it, we also had a gift card. So that's the only stop. Reason we went, I have a fifty dollar gift card to Olive Garden. I have not used it. Oh, you can live like a king with fifty dollars at Olive Garden. I Unlimited think I might pasta have breadsticks. To. Jeez. Sheesh. You know, Thanks, I might Sonic. fly out. I'll fly out. You take me $50. We'll eat there for a whole week and I'll fly home. That will, that's going to be the next. That's going to be who's catering for Sweet Film Talk. Sweet Film sweet Meetup. Sweet Movie Morsel, baby. Or Sweet Movie Meet. Sweet Film Meetup. Yeah, it's going to be Olive Garden. So look out for that, folks. Free breadsticks for everybody. <laughs> breadsticks on your family. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that's. Okay. I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts? No, anything else I mean, about Sonic? I think, and obviously there's a sequel. Kind of spoiler. Yes. Do we want to do a quick spoiler? We'll throw in a quick spoiler tag here. That's fine. You want to throw? Okay, we're going to count it down. Three, <laughs> two, one. Um, Tails shows up at the end, and he looked really good. Yeah, I like I like Tails. I always normally actually I actually played as Tails sometimes more than Sonic. Now give me if yeah, you get knu- if you get Knuckles in there and you make a Sonic universe, I'm there, baby. Knuckles is oh, my Shadow guy. Shadow the Hedgehog too. Oh, Don't Shadow. <sighs> Give me some of those Chaos Emeralds, and we're, we're in business. Okay, like seriously, if they could make a movie off the GameCube <laughs> video game. <laughs> was Sonic Adventures the one where you could like kind of battle with the characters? 
Yeah. No, Do you like, remember sh- that? Is that Sonic yeah. Adventures or something else? It was Sonic Adventures Battle 2. Like, it had the most, it was just the longest title to a video game, but I played the snot out of that game and Super Smash Brothers. Um, when I was in third, second oh, grade, Super Smash Bros. You know what? So if Shadow Let's go comes one step in further, and Knuckles, I'm gonna say this, yeah, hit me. Shadow the Hedgehog, R-rated animated <laughs> movie. <laughs> <laughs> just, just might as well throw Deadpool in there, like give him a cameo, give him a crossover. Have, okay, <laughs> let's get let's get a Shadow the Hedgehog and Deadpool buddy cop movie. Just give give the people what they want. Did you ever play that Shadow the Hedgehog game? No, but I played the one. I played the one where he's in it, and like Sonic and him duke it out. <laughs> so there's a sh- Shadow the Hedgehog game, and you can like get like AK 47s and like shoot things with like like machine guns and pistols and stuff. It's so weird. Gosh. It's so weird. Oh yeah, it's called. Fun. Okay, the game is called Sonic Adventure Battle Two. Yep, that is the title of the game. That is it. Okay, the game is a blast, and there are a bunch of random characters in there that I'm like, oh, okay, I don't. Yeah. So tells, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Hopefully, cool. I think yeah. it will be cool. But I'm not, not. I'm not holding my breath, but I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I'll probably go see it. Um, that is our Sonic the Hedgehog review. It is sweet, and from our sweets, we asked you on Instagram. You gave us your opinions. It is officially, let's check the latest, it is sour. So, yeah, there you go. It's like exactly in the middle. So Sour, okay. I think did, overall did this movie this is a sour Becky? rating. Hmm? Did you watch it with Becky? Yeah, she hated it. Not as much I, as she I, hated uh, Birds of Prey, though. I'm seeing her. She gave like the very bottom. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so did so did Jives. I guess I guess Jives is a hard man to please, but that's okay. He knows yeah. what he likes. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, video game movie keeks. Are you ready? Who should go yes. first? I want no no. I want you to go first. I want you to go first. <clears throat> okay. <sighs> Hold on. Hold on. Unless let me let me. Hold, I can go. I have mine. I'll go. I want you, no, no, no. I want you to go because I, I need to. I need to build up this moment here. Okay, I love that because mine yeah. is. I'm not a big video game guy. I don't know much about video games. I used to like them a lot back in Star Fox. My game GameCube was my heyday, and a little Xbox 360. Oh, oh I know it was. But this is my proposal to you. Dead Space. Oh, you've got John. You've got. For the for the villain, his name is Dr. Chalice Mercer. He's like the cult leader. I thought either Jeffrey Wright or Killian Murphy would play him. Just kind of like a crazy evil cult guy. And then to play Isaac Clark, the main character, your boy TC, Johnny B oh as Isaac heck. Clark. Okay. That has potential. I've never now, played Dead Space, now, but that would be a horror movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. It'll be a body horror movie. It's going to start off with, like, the infection on the ship, and everyone's going to turn into necromorphs, directed by David F. Sandberg, director of Lights Out, of uh, Annabelle Creation, and Shazam. I think he would kill it. Absolutely kill it. Okay. I like that. I like that. I'm behind it. Yeah. Okay. You see me? (sighs) I see you. All right. You ready for mine? Let's do it. I can't wait. Make sure it doesn't go longer than six seconds and I won't get copyrighted. (laughs) Give the people what they want. Get everybody what they want. Give us a Halo movie. Do it. 
Are you ready for the lineup? Yes, please. I can't wait. Give Peter Jackson back on the director's seat. Okay. And he was actually rumored to do a Halo movie, but it should come back on. The man is ready. He is willing. Give me Tom Hardy as Master Chief. Because oh, why? that's why? nice. Because Master Chief never talks. And when he talks, he's got a low tone. And that's Tom like Hardy the most. That. That's like the most perfect casting. I'd never even thought of that. Yeah. Cortana. Ooh, who would be a good Cortana? Um, I, I honestly, I'd, I'd probably say Brie Larson would be a pretty decent Cortana. Actually, yeah. I could actually kind of see that. Yeah. I was maybe leaning towards more Gwyneth Paltrow. Give a little pepper, pots, a little. Uh, <laughs> I can see Brie. Right. Uh, I okay. can give it to you. But anyways, um, man, they've they've tried like with Halo anime hasn't hasn't landed hasn't Wait. stuck. I'm sorry, I, this just came to me. This just came to me. Yes, Florence it out. Pugh. Florence Pugh. Oh, oh, Florence Pugh. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I am Would she all, keep the British accent or is she go an American accent? Um, American. She's got a Cortana sounds American, from what I know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or a freak. Whoever whoever voices Alexa, just have <laughs> have her do Cortana. <laughs> or Siri, the lady who voices her. Yeah. She actually follows no, me on Twitter. S- s- oh, really? That's yeah. Weirdly wild. enough. Wow, yeah. that's a great choice. <clears throat> okay. That is a great choice. And then this movie could be. Here's the thing. It can be the upbringing of John 117. Okay, so like a prequel kind of? Yeah, like like how he becomes. I actually read the book Halo, geez, in high school about his upbringing and whatnot. <laughs> and who would be a good kid, kid actor? Uh, I don't know. They'd have to be like a teenager. Dusty from Stranger Things. <laughs> du- du- I don't. Or, or Wolf Finhard. We're going to call him Wolf Finhard because that's a way um, cooler name. I love that. No, um, so it would be like the prequel. It would be kind of like the build up. And you can start a Halo trilogy. I think if it's well done, Halo could be a great, great video game movie. And it's got to be just crafted really, really well. Just minute details and everything to the T. So it's perfect. I'm in. I'm I, already in. There's w- one movie. SFT Assassin's, Productions, maybe. Yes, let's do it. One movie that was just terrible that had the potential and the legs was Assassin's Creed with Michael Fa- Fassbender. Oh. Awful movie. Terrible. I can't believe you saw that. Like that oh, was one gosh. of the worst movies I see in theaters. That might. Be, that's. I'm actually that surprised no one put that one because that that's a recipe to be a worst because everyone there are a lot of people that love Assassin's Creed and that movie is bad. That movie is atrocious. So, anyways, Halo movie, I would love it. Dead Space, I'm behind it. And uh, we will actually do a little poll of some video game movies that you guys would like to see. Of course. So, and be, be on lookout. I, Keeks, I'm just, I'm just blurting this out. I'm belting it out. We're going to do that. We're throwing it right now. Audible. We love pulling audibles on the Sweet Film Talk. You know yeah. us. We're, we're, we're no-nonsense kind of guys. Always have been. Now, since this is the end of our Sonic review, our video game stuff, Take 72 is coming to an end. Mm-hmm. What do we got on the slate for Take 73? Is it IMDb time? It is definitely IMDb time. Oh, my sweet mercy. 240 to 231. Do I need to go in hyperdrive yet again? <laughs> yeah, I do. There's, we've got a five and a half and a three and a half hour movie, and there's only... Oh, hopefully there's some YouTube There's only 100 and, 
How many? There's a, there's only like 168 hours, so we we gotta put it into full Ooh, full metal full metal time. Yeah, pedal to the metal. Give me my monster energy drinks. Oh, give me a give me a rain. I've been pounding those at the gym and really. Man, oh, <laughs> okay. It's been great. There's a blue raspberry flavor that's unreal. Good for you. Look I'm at telling you. you, dude. Keek's getting that pump. And then uh, we will. <laughs> Have that for you that week, and we have a collaboration coming up with TC. Go for it with Maddie Murphy and the Bad Broadcast. We are super, super excited to do that. That'll be for Take Seventy Four, and that one's going to be jam packed. We are really excited. And if you guys haven't followed her, uh, give her give her a follow. She just did. We answered one of her questionnaires. That was super fun. I'm totally with you with Panera, Panera Bread, man. I think Panera Bread is. Is a little, little overrated. And Shake Shack, not good. No, it isn't. Thank you. Shake Shack, I'm more with you. If you have Shake Shack like once every six months, it's just fine. But if you eat it like more than once or twice in a week, ugh, mm, yeah. too much. Yeah. So even more, even like once a month, I, I was, a little bit. I was too gonna, much. I was gonna put Cubbies, but Shake Shack, I've, I've been. There I would twice be right there with you on Cubbies. I'll yeah, die in that hill. I do not like Cubbies that much. <laughs> Very underwhelming. Yeah, bury me in the hill, baby. So, uh, yeah, that will be in two weeks. Really excited. So, I uh, just saw her the other day as well. So, we we, we, we discussed yeah, a little no bit. No free we, ads, we got but s- one free ad for the bad broadcast. There you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, we'll have some really fun segments on take, for Take 74. We are looking forward to that. And Take 72 is over. Get ready for the... IMDb 250 next week. We'll have a post up this week of the movies we'll be watching so you guys can try and catch some of them. It is your boy, the sweet Keeks. I think we're good. Are we good, TC? You know, Keeks, we are good from my end. Take 72. It's a wrap. And as always, everybody, stay sweet. Sweet. Sweet.